Good evening, Mervor Abayisai. Last night we began the Chamishas of the 15th Cheshvin. The 15th Cheshvin, that means we're halfway there. In this parak, this is the third parak of Yishar Cheshvin HaNevesh, Chavos will go to 30 different contemplations that we should have an accounting for, that we should think about, that should help us motivate ourselves to further our Aveda session. So we're up to number 15, and number 15 we've seen that the fact of the matter is we know ourselves, as the way people operate, that we store away for the future. We store away money, provisions, food for a later date, even though, as he says, who knows if we'll still be around. You store away something for six months, sometimes for six years. Many people do it for 30 years down the line. And who knows if they'll still be around at the time. But since we don't know that, we put in our effort and we hope and pray to Hashem that we'll still be able to be around and of sane mind to benefit from it. And certainly when we take a journey, he says that's for sure, we prepare for it and check into it. We want to stay with the best environment, with the best people. And most crucially of all, that we're, if we're going somewhere where we want to do business, and we want to make a profit, so we do the proper due diligence and the research, what is important, what is value, what is valuable, what is worthy in the place that we're going. And you bring that stuff along. So he says, with that we have to understand we're all going on a journey. We're all taking a journey. And we start over here, and we make our way back, to where we came from, which is really Olam Abba. All, all of our neshamas began in Olam Abba. Hashem says, but I want this neshama to be able to earn its reward of basking in the ziva shechina, the splendor of the shechina. This world, as the Mesil Sasharim tells us, the, it really says, the next world. In Mesil Sasharim, he says, the next world is only lehisaneg al Hashem velehonez miziv shechinosay. That's the purpose of being created. The purpose of man being created was he should be able to derive pleasure and enjoyment from being in the presence of the Divine Presence. Then he writes in Das Tvunis, his other Sefer, the Ramchal, that Hashem wanted that that pleasure that we will derive should be so enjoyed and so full and so complete that he said, if you work for it, and earn it, then you'll feel that you're the owner over it. You have ownership on that goodness and that reward because you worked hard for it, you overcame challenges, and you earned it. As opposed to if Hashem would just create Neshamas and say, okay, here, all Neshamas come and be in my presence, it would be a wonderful feeling, but it would not be the same utopian feeling when we first traverse in this world for 70, 80, maybe 130 years and then go back and say, Hashem, I worked my whole life to earn a place at the table of the Shekhinah. So if that's the case, just like we prepare in this world, and when we prepare, whenever we're traveling or preparing for a trip, and we say, hey, what are we doing? We're preparing for the future. We're preparing to go on this journey, and we know we're going to end up somewhere else at our destination. Do we have the appropriate things for that destination? Do we have what is considered valuable in that destination? So too it should be in this world. So he says, 
How could we ignore this fact? And the journey keeps on encroaching, keeps on going. We keep changing stages. We're not as young as we used to be, right? It's just the way it is. And maybe we feel, you know, we don't even have the same energy as we used to when we were younger and worked hard. So that is a, is a, a wake-up call. That's a wake-up call that, you know, the journey is, is to the next world is going to require a lot. So with all of this, we take into account that over there is just a place of rest. There's no more opportunity to accomplish when we get there. So he goes into one of these uh, Musr Shmuzes, coming down hard on us. He says, Why do we not take the hard Lizgarachari Seinu to remember our afterlife? And we're not thinking about the provisions for the base Mayad, for the, for the end meeting place, which is the Kever, which is the grave. His we've involved ourselves so much, we've been preoccupied with this world which is fleeting, and we've left aside and ignored the everlasting world. We're always worried about, you know, this hurts me a little bit, let me go run to the doctor, see if he can help me out. We're always worried about things in our goof, physically, that are painful to us, but we're not worried about the pain for our nishama. We've been busy working and dealing with our Yetzirah. But we've forsaken and left working for our Creator. We certainly have been giving in and working with our desires. But yet we have not put in enough time to serve our HaKadosh Baruch Okay, so he ends off. Woe is to this terrible confusion. How all-encompassing it is of man's purpose in the world. And this drunkenness, how strong is it that we can be so blinded and so drunk? The Pasuk already says, the Pasuk says, that our eyes are sort of like smeared over with cement it's just covered over that we don't see the reality we're not taking it to heart that we become drunk we become drunk without even drinking wine we're, we're no, we're stumbling around in a stupor, it's not from drinking some intoxicated drink. So this is his cheshben, a pretty, a pretty simple one we can say. Perhaps we don't like to think about it too much, but that's what I want to share with you something that <coughs> Rav Miller's that's all, Rav Avigdor Miller, who recently he's already passed away about ten years ago, but recently they've put out his weekly Thursday night lectures. And they print it up weekly and they send it out, they mail it out to different shuls. And someone drops it off here as well, Mikhail. And he speaks about the phenomenon about growing old. Because 
before Avram Avinu requested from Hashem that he actually should start looking old and feeling old and aged, everybody looked the same. When you were born, you got bigger, your, your bones grew, your body grew, but otherwise, a person who was 40 and a person who was 80 pretty much looked the same. Now, Avram Avinu requested it should not be that way. We're used to it. Sure, you see a person, he's growing older, starts getting his, uh, his, his skin is not as smooth, his beard is not as black or red as it used to be, maybe the hair on his head starts to recede a little bit, it starts changing colors, and Rav Miller says, we have to think about this. If this is what Baruch who created the world, that you can tell when a human being is growing old, which is interesting, he says, you can never tell about a cat how old it is. You don't know if the cat is two years old or eight years old, or maybe 19 years old, which in cat years is really 35 years old. You have no idea. Cats look pretty much the same, unless it's injured. A dog pretty much looks the same. Sometimes you ask the donor of the dog, oh, is that a puppy? Or is, oh no, it's already seven years old, which is in human, human lives it's much way, but you can't tell that. So why is it by the animal kingdom, it's not like that, but by the human species, we know when we can detect when we're growing old. So Rav Miller says, in one of the points that he makes, he says this was a great bracha from the Eibishter. It was a blessing from Hashem. He says, first of all, when a person's hair turns white, Shlema Melech tells us in Mishlei, Ateres Tiferes Seva, that white hair is a crown of glory. <coughs> because even Gentiles, people who are older, have experience in life. Therefore, you take counsel from them. The white hair on a person's head is a sign of glory. It's a crown that this person has experience in life. Now, that has to be qualified. That's only from someone who's bederech tzedakah timotzei. That's you find it someone who walks in the path of righteousness. A person who wasted his whole life and just ran after his desires and ran after money and other things. He's not a person you take counsel from. He's not a person who learned from life's experiences and lessons and shaped a whole outlook in life. But someone who thought about it, someone who was a thinking person who wanted to be righteous, even if he was a non-Jew. That's what the Gemara says. You stand up for an elderly person, even a non-Jew. Because he's a karma How many happenings, how many experiences has this person gone through? All the more so a Jewish person who looks through the lens of Torah and sees what life is all about and what we have to prepare for. Certainly he's someone who the white hair on his head is a crown of glory. In addition to that, says Miller, we see this from many sources, that the idea of growing old, of looking older, you know, when already when you're 50 and 60 years old, when you bend down to pick something up, it's not as easy getting up as it was when you were 20 and 30. It's just the way it is. <coughs> Says Ramilla, why? Hashem wants to tell us, listen, you know, you're not as mobile as you once were. That's a sign that we're not here forever. We don't stay 20 or 30 their whole, our whole life. We don't have the same energy, which means we're not here in this world forever. And it's a, it's a, uh, a wake-up call that we do have to realize that there's a time to prepare. 
And certainly in the younger years when we had to uh, work hard and earn a living and support a family, so we were very preoccupied with that. But when a person gets older, so then that's more of a, of a, uh, a message to him <coughs> that when he's younger, that chaparain, grab the opportunities. And the Gemara tells us, very interesting Gemara, Gemara tells us in Mestach the Shabbos, Daf Kuf Nun Beis Omer Aleph. Gemara says that uh, the the Caesar, the Roman Emperor, once said to Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya, he says, "Why didn't you come to Beis Avidon? Why didn't you come to the place where they they debate, they have dialogues and religious dogma? Why didn't you come? Because Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya was a tremendous debater. So he says, "Why didn't you come?" says, he said, listen, he says, Tur Talag He says, the snowy mountain is surrounded with ice. In other words, look at my hair. It's already a snowy mountain, it's already turned white. Kalbohi Loinovchin says the dogs are not barking anymore. He says, I don't I don't have the same kayach in my voice as I once had. He says, the grinders don't grind anymore so well. He meant to say, Rashi explains, my teeth are not as sharp as they once were. And then the Gemara says, Bey Rav Omri, that in the yeshiva of Rav, they used to say, Adla Abedna Bachishna. That the old man walks with, with a bent over as if he's looking for something which he never lost. Bizarre. <coughs> And that's the way it is. Why is it? Why did Hashem make that phenomenon? That you have an older person and they're bent over as if, to the point, sometimes they're so hunched over, sometimes with a cane, as if they're looking around for something that they lost. But they didn't lose, lose anything. They didn't drop anything. So Rav Miller explains, they're, look, they're looking for the lost years. They say, where did all the time go? I'm looking for something where he says, maybe they're looking for all those dreams that they thought, ah, I'm going to be rich, and I'm going to be famous, and I'm going to have so much honor, and I'm going to build up a whole... And you're looking for it, it never happened. That's not what this world is all about. So, when when old age starts to advance in a person, says, Ramila, that's the greatest bracha, that's what Avram Avinu asked for. Avram zokein bobayomim. What do you mean Avram was a Zokin? Says the Gemara, before Avram there was no Zokin. A person never grew old. But there's such a brach in growing old because we realized, you know, if the if the hair is not as black as it used to be, if it's not as dark as it used to be, it's a sign that we're growing older and the time allotted here is not as much. And therefore he says, that's the idea of Start using the time wisely. It's not a, t- a ton of time to start being despondent again, depressed. Ive. I wasted so many years. I was so busy. I thought I would make millions and then I would retire early and then I'd be able to learn so much. It didn't happen that way. Nice dreams, but it didn't happen. That's not the way we should look at it. Now, the way the outlook that people are connected to Torah is that Hashem says, as much time as you have in this world, prepare for the future. You start today, you build up more tomorrow. And the truth is, it's true. On the one hand, we have to be harsh with ourselves, as Chavazov says, don't waste too much time. On the other hand, every time we find ourselves learning properly, we find ourselves spending a little bit more time davening, 
we find ourselves trying to enhance our Shabbos because we're not preoccupied with so many things that we used to. We find ourselves wanting to get a Chavrusa, being able to listen to a Shir more intently. All of those, we should feel so gratified with ourselves. We should feel so proud. Oh, I know what life is about, and this is worth millions. In the next world, this is worth diamonds. The more time we spend on things that are worthy, when we have the time to, and Hashem allows us to have the time for they are precious pearls. So we should be excited about those moments, and it will motivate us to go even further, climb even further on the ladder of our spirituality, that we indeed will come with a huge suitcase full of these diamonds when we get up to the meeting place, Mitzvah Shem, after 120. Agutenacht.